0: Learning about the concept of boundaries was like opening a window into a parallel world. A world where I felt more in control, calmer and not so trodden on. A place where I had a say, was heard and was not afraid to challenge the status quo. Somewhere I could sense my backbone stood tall, felt better and wasn't scared to take up space. Albeit a place that made me panic slightly, I all of that meant for someone who had lived their life thus far people-pleasing. How on earth did I get from where I was to there? That window into a parallel, magical, healthy boundary world came from a really tough period in my life and it would take considerable time before I felt brave enough and centred enough in myself to start constructing boundaries that served my health and happiness without feeling incredibly selfish for doing so. Boundaries are a funny old thing. They can keep us safe, they can keep everything out, but they can also keep us in our place. To challenge them often means going against a grain. A grain somebody somewhere has carved out. For as long as I can remember I wanted to be a good girl. It felt like high praise from my parents and teachers and so I became intuitive about what that meant for me. Doing as I was told, not causing trouble and avoiding disappointing anyone or being told off. It also meant I tied my worth to receiving that praise that I held in such high esteem. It meant an awful lot to me that I was viewed in a certain way and I most definitely wanted to be liked. We won't ever be everyone's cup of tea but golly I tried. Inevitably, someone somewhere wouldn't like me and I would replay every word, every look, every action to understand why and what I must have done wrong. The onus in my head was always that I was at fault, that I was to blame, that there must be something wrong with me. Notice too that I didn't give space to how I felt about others and whether I liked them or not. Anyone and their dog were welcome to take up my headspace. I learned to become a chameleon, I identified behaviours that I would change into, like we might change an outfit for a different occasion. These behaviours meant I could adopt and adapt and align with whoever I was with. The result? I never ever really felt as though I fitted in anywhere. Being a chameleon is awkward. You never understand your baseline, preferences or give space to your own opinions. And you're impressionable. If my peers liked a band, I'd buy the album and Jolly Well like the band too. Even if I didn't, not really. In my quest to be all things to all others, it meant I ended up compromising myself. I lost any semblance of identity. I tried to become what others wanted and needed me to be. Talk about making a rusty rod for my back. It wasn't half a fearful way to live. There was no room for mistakes, nor for the natural messiness that occurs as we all grow and muddle our way through life. I spent an awful lot of time inside my head, dwelling on things I'd said or hadn't said. Things that happened eons ago would play on my mind. The overwhelming feeling was of guilt. I felt guilty for everything, even the stuff I'd had no hand in. Guilt became a baseline and I would do anything to avoid it. I took responsibility for things I had no right, authority, need to do so. In some ways, I was giving away my power, but in other ways, I was letting myself believe I had a more influential role in other people's lives than I could or should ever have. It was an apologetic paradox. Sorry became my most used word. You bumped into me? I'm so sorry I was in your way. I've said something you don't like? I'm really sorry. I didn't mean it in quite the way it came out. I've done something you don't approve of? I'm ever so sorry I won't do that again. I need the loo. Sorry to be a pain and to make you drive out of your way to find a bathroom for me. Sorry, I just need to. Sorry, 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 sorry. It all came to a head in my early 20s and sorry became a more sinister sorry I exist. It seems that bending over backwards and tying yourself in knots to keep others happy and taking responsibility for things and people that are absolutely not your responsibility is a highway to hell. Saying yes when you keenly mean no breeds anger and resentment. The floodgates to that anger would snap open when I'd go out drinking with my friends. Add social anxiety to the mix and I'd smash all personality-based boundaries loose by drinking far too much so that I felt more comfortable being out and about. But in doing so, I became an angry, belligerent and hurtful drunk with hangovers that would make me cringe as I remembered the things I may have said or done. Talk about adding fuel to that well-established, inward-looking and apologetic nature of mine. I started loathing myself, and on top of the over-apologising, regrets were growing on top of my regrets. I was in a pickle, as I was also working a job I didn't enjoy. Another example of my lack of boundaries. You're pressed to make decisions on what you would like to do with your life at secondary school, and I didn't have a clue what that might look like. When I was little, I'd wanted to be a vet, until I realised that being a vet involved operations and things. It wasn't just cuddling with cute animals. After that, it seemed as though being a teacher might be alright, but that meant university and I had a boyfriend at that crucial applying to university time who was opposed to me swanning off to a different city. Being so malleable meant that my teaching plans were knocked on the head and past that, I truly didn't have a clue what I'd like to do or be. In that pre-internet age, I didn't realise the extent of what was possible either. Our careers advice was based on going to university for going to university's sake or joining the armed forces. In true, wonky boundary style, I ended up referring the somewhat life-altering decision to my tutor. I mean, I stayed true to my patterns of behaviour even then, and then some. I asked him what I should do, and he replied that being accomplished at mathematics, I might want to try accountancy. And so, I did. Alas, it wasn't for me. You knew that was coming, didn't you? Worse still, I didn't know what was for me. I left that job and trotted off to university, but even then, my lack of boundaries got in the way. I would go out most nights, even when I didn't want to, because it was what everyone was doing, and I would overdrink and overspend. I was just going with the flow of everyone around me, missing structure, not being very interested in my course, feeling unanchored. I started to feel my mental health decline. I went home one Easter holiday and only returned to university to collect my things.